This week, there is such a strong message in my conversation that I had with Dr. Jason Brooks. Make note, just be kind to yourself. As a leader, you go through so much. You are not expected to know everything. That's why we have amazing teams around us. We develop your skills. We provide you coaches, hopefully, to help develop the capability that you need. But what's most important is to have the confidence to know along the journey, you will find the answers. You will make it through these challenges. And I'll tell you, I have to remind myself I am on a new consulting assignment. Yes, it is challenging getting up to speed on the language, the people, the culture, and also the work that I need to do. But I trust the process that this will pass. I am kind to myself knowing I will help this team progress and grateful for the opportunity to serve. So if you're ready to be inspired, this is an amazing conversation. Thank you for joining us. And if you're new to the Drop-In CEO Podcast, a sincere thank you for joining us. And hopefully you will stay with us on the journey. Let's listen now. Oftentimes, as leaders, as executives, we have an expectation on ourselves that we have to be bulletproof, that we have to know all of the answers. If somebody comes and asks us a question, we have to be immediately prepared that we can dispense our Solomon-esque wisdom. The gates of heaven open up and angels come down because it's just so brilliant. But the reality is oftentimes leaders are uncertain. They don't necessarily know. They're doing their best, but we're human. And we put so much pressure on ourselves and leaders put so much pressure on ourselves. You think about the year and a half, two years that we've had with all the complexities of a global pandemic and all of the things that have just exacerbated those challenges, it just exponentially impacts the challenges and the frustrations. Welcome to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I'm Deb Coviello, and as the drop-in CEO, I drop into businesses and assume the CEO role to enhance the human element and increase the results they achieve. This podcast is about bringing you conversations with expert guests who have achieved their greatest results built on a strong foundation of purpose, values, and elevating people. If you're a business leader, entrepreneur, or even just getting started in business, Join us as we build the skills you need to achieve your goals. Hello, I am Deb Coviello, the Drop-In CEO, and I am pleased this podcast is sponsored by Illumination Partners. And I also want to thank you for joining us week after week to listen to this podcast. And we simply ask if you enjoy this, spread the words, share with others, rate, review, and subscribe so we can continue to bring you great programming. And today, I am sincerely honored to share the mic with my fantastic guest, Dr. Jason Brooks. And he has an amazing background in various areas of human resources and leadership. And he has arrived at a place that I think is so important for leaders to realize. He has found the secret to living your best life through relentlessly pursuing three principles live confidently, lead courageously, and love completely. And I think when we start with human values and those things that ground us, it builds trust. We understand the person that we're interacting with, and it sets the foundation for great work. So Jason, it is my pleasure to introduce you to my listeners. Welcome to the show. 
Thank you so much, Deb. It is an honor to be joining you today and, and welcome to everybody who is tuning in today. It's great to be here. And I too have had the great fortune of being a guest on your podcast as well. An amazing conversation. I asked my listeners to check out Leader Thrive Podcast. It was really, really inspiring for me as a guest. But this is all about you, Jason. I would love for you to just really introduce who you are personally to our listeners and a bit about your journey and the work that you are doing now to impact so many. Wow. And you say we only have 25 minutes. This, this could go on for, for days. Thank you for that. You know, I really appreciate that your introduction of me really anchored into those three core principles because it really is all about who I am. You know, Deb, at the core, I change lives and grow leaders. That's that's why I'm here. That's what I do. That's what brings me the greatest joy, but also where I'm able to bring light into the world. And you know, my career started many, many years ago. And as you said, in, in human resources, my very first job was doing seasonal recruiting for a, a theme park. And over the course of about nine months, I did 6,000 interviews and hired 3,500 people. And, uh, you know, from that point, it was just the launch of being able to have an impact in so many different organizations. I quickly progressed in my responsibilities and you know, moved up into executive level roles of, of human resources and organizational development and leadership development. About halfway through my career, Deb, a little story, I was working at a small restaurant company called Cracker Barrel Old Country Stores. And I was getting ready to terminate the employment of somebody that had been with us for about six years. And Deb, it was the right thing to do from a business standpoint, because his attendance was having a negative impact on the team. It was just the right decision. But Deb, I knew this gentleman and I knew that his wife had recently told him that she was having an affair and they were separated. His teenage daughter had found out that she was pregnant. Younger teenage son was struggling with drugs and alcohol in the juvenile system. And Deb, as I brought this gentleman into my office and I sat down and I told him, today's your last day. And he put his head in his hands and he sat there for about 30 seconds, one of the longest 30 seconds of my life. And he looked up at me with tears in his eyes and he said, I understand. Thank you. Deb, for me, that was one of those milestone moments in my life and in my career where I decided that my life was going to mean more than policies and procedures and rules and regulations. So I actually went back to school, a you know, executive level role, went back to school full-time, got my master's degree in mental health counseling. Being a glutton for punishment, I continued on, got my doctorate in psychology. But I turned my attention back through my dissertation research to executives and really pouring into that group of people in organizations. And then again, being a glutton for punishment, I got my MBA after that. So for seven years, while I was working full-time in executive level roles and starting businesses and growing businesses, I was in school, but it has been an incredible journey. And for me now, I have taken all of my 25 plus years and I'm bringing it together to be laser focused on growing great leaders, executive coaching, 
leadership development and bringing incredible programs for individuals and teams, and then also coming alongside organizations to really crystallize their organizational strategy and from a leadership perspective, and then how to put that into place and execute that to get business results. So that is a little bit about my journey, what really makes me who I am and where I am today. I had chills while you were sharing that story. And I was starting to tear up a little bit because this is about humanity. And while we are in business ourselves to help businesses and leaders in businesses, there's a human in there. And while we can't go back in time to the circumstances and the policies for which you executed that decision, but knowing what you know now, maybe it wouldn't have changed the situation. But what might you do differently, maybe in coaching a leader that has a problem with attendant or whatever the issue is that violates the policy, what might you do differently in your guidance or advice or leadership that may have resulted in something different? I'm curious. I love that question. You know, for me, I'm probably the antithesis of the traditional HR professional. I actually stop identifying myself as an HR professional several years ago. The the way I characterize it is I'm a business professional or a business executive that happens to focus on the people side of the business. One of the things that I think early managers and even some leaders get caught in is using policies and procedures to, to essentially placate the tough decisions that they need to make from a leadership standpoint. We use the letter of the law as an excuse instead of taking the responsibility and leaning into our people and and helping to guide them and nurture them and lead them and love them through the different seasons that they go through. And I I think, you know, that for me is where kind of my, my three core commitments or my core principles come to to live confidently and lead courageously and love completely because really that's the essence of leadership is day in and day out you have to live confidently you have to step into that you have to make those tough decisions you have to lead courageously and have strategy and vision and and thoughts for what the future is but you have to love your people and I know that that's not a popular concept in business. You know, a lot of folks listen to this and say, oh, no, 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 we're, we're getting way too close to scary lines. But really loving is, is pouring commitment into people and saying we're in this together and, and, and showing your best. I think the other thing too, Deb, I love John Maxwell's very short, concise definition of leadership is that leadership is influence. And for me, I expanded that just a little bit. And a definition that I use is that leadership is the art of motivating and moving a group of people to accomplish a common goal and objective. And it's so interesting that when I when I share that definition with people, I often ask, so what words in that really pop out to you? Keep going. Say that again, because I was going to jump in. So say that again. Yeah. So it's the art of motivating and moving a group of people together in accomplishing and achieving a common goal and objective. 
So oftentimes what I hear is, you know, people will say motivating in group and people and goal and objective, you know, kind of those, those safe things that were taught in business. You know, these are the answers to the questions if, if we have a quiz, but I, I oftentimes anchor people back to the word art. And here's why leadership is an art. And if we look at leadership, not as a set of rules and regulations and principles and practices, but as each one of your folks is a brush and each one of those brush has a different color and a different texture. And every single morning you have a beautiful blank tapestry that's hanging on the wall. And it is your role as a leader to take care of those brushes, to nurture those brushes, to allow them to hold the colors that are best for them and to paint that into a beautiful tapestry and an ultimate masterpiece where everyone is coming together. That is the beauty of leadership. And I think that's why for me, it just comes alive when we talk about people in leadership, not as resources, but as people. There is so much in that. And I share your view because I also talk in my book, The CEO's Compass, there's there's an underlying tone about humans and the work that we do through humans and developing the skills. And one of the compass points I talk about is pride, and I call it the intersection of humanity and their intellectual property. We respect the talents and the work that they do, but we have to look at the human and, and what makes them tick. Why are they so proud of the work that we have done? You have to work with everybody differently. And while there are many leadership books on my shelf behind me, they provide frameworks. I too am a standards and procedure person by training. But for me, it's a yeah, but (laughs) have the systems and processes in place, but through train the people and then mentor them through the process in showing them how to apply it and then watching them apply it and giving them the course corrections. Each leader then takes that great knowledge and has to mold it into what makes them tick based on their past and being able to move, move, there's the word, forward. If we don't do that, we're simply treating them like a transaction. Here, I trained you. Why aren't you performing? Okay, there's the high performer. Here's the mid performer. Here's the poor performer. Then unfortunately, we have to let go. People are accountable for what they do and growing themselves. Leaders share in the outcome. That's exactly. Oh, I, I love what you said. And, and I'm really glad that you also spotlighted. There are frameworks and there are approaches. It, we need that because it helps to provide context and, and some handles for us to hold on to while we're also leaning in to the complexities of each person is different. So again, I love the way that you said that it's not either or, it's both and. It is the art, but also the science in bringing that together to accomplish the greatest objectives possible. I want to continue to elevate you. Your energy, your passion is so amazing. It's just kind of coming through the video right now. So thank you for that. And your your clients are lucky to have that energy. It just resonates. But I would love to also celebrate you two have been on a journey and moving into a new phase of the work that you do. I would love for you to share how you've expanded your offers and how you can help people. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. And yeah, it's, it's been an exciting journey. So 
At the end of October, I made the decision to step away from full-time employment with a $2.4 billion healthcare organization. And the real goal and intent is being able to help more people in growing great leaders. So uh, I've launched my, my own consulting firm, consulting practice, Leader Thrive, where we're helping to grow great leaders through the development and delivery of solutions in the areas of executive coaching, in leadership development. And in that area, Deb, I'm really, I'm just over the moon excited with a strategic partnership that we've entered with the Center for Creative Leadership. And my guess is many of your guests listening know them as the world-class provider. Yeah, yeah, I I see your hand going up. You know them very well. So this is such an incredible partnership that we're entering into where I'm able to leverage a lot of the content that they have in building very customized programs for the clients that I serve. And then also for organizations that maybe at a at an inflection point where they're they're growing they need, know that they need to invest in their leadership but they don't necessarily know what great leadership looks like what the competencies are what the capabilities are how to develop how to measure and evaluate I'll come in and help build all of that out in partnership with those clients as well so really really exciting times and 2022 is uh, is going to be an amazing year. So congratulations for all of that. I always love seeing people succeed. I also see myself on that similar journey. While I do serve many clients, I drop into their businesses and solve specific business problems, often in operations. I find the true noble work is then how do we leave the place better, leave a lasting legacy by developing the capability and the capacity of the leaders. So kudos, and I'm so pleased to know you. But I I have a question because you said something for leaders or organizations that are aware that things are changing and they need external (laughs) capability. There's my cameo from the dog. He made his appearance. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) So, but my question is for the person listening out there that may have not engaged with external support to develop their leaders, but are starting to realize they might need to, can you describe what that leader is feeling now? What chaos or what what's happening in the organization that you might help them to say, you know, you might need some help. Paint that picture of that profile of that leader or situation. You know, Deb, having been a leader in multiple organizations, having been a C-suite leader, having, having founded a healthcare company and grown that healthcare company and sold that healthcare company, I know what it's like to be in that role. And I tell you, Oftentimes, as leaders, as executives, we have an expectation on ourselves that we have to have that we have to be bulletproof, that we have to know all of the answers. If somebody comes and asks us a question, we have to be immediately prepared that we can dispense our Solomon-esque wisdom. And the gates of heaven open up and, and angels come down to there because it's just so brilliant. But the reality is. Oftentimes, leaders are uncertain. They don't necessarily know. They're doing their best, but we're human. And and we put so much pressure on ourselves. Leaders put so much pressure on ourselves. So 
you think about the year and a half, two years that we've had with all of the complexities of a global pandemic and all of the things that have just exacerbated those challenges. I mean, it, it just exponentially impacts the challenges and the frustration. So the folks that I help are those that are standing at a point and they're thinking to themselves, I know that we can be better. I know that we can do better. I know that we've got to build a strong foundation of leadership in order for us to go to the next level. I know that what got us here is not going to get us there. I know that our shareholders and our stakeholders are expecting more of us. I know my customers are wanting more, but I can't do it myself. And I know I've got to build up my team around me so that we're stronger together. Those are the types of people those types of leaders and those types of executives that I love to talk with because they're already ready. They're excited. They're ready to move forward. And we can lean in together into the solutions to really build that amazing leadership capability. I'm sure that we've all heard everything rises and falls on leadership. And and it's very true. While leadership in many ways is a relational composite of the business, it has tangible results. That's why I get so excited to be able to do what I do, because I know it's not about delivering a solution. It's about transforming lives and organizations. I love that. I got goosebumps. Because <laughs> again, I, I mean, that's the work I love to do when you see people deer in the headlight, when you drop, drop into the organization and they know they need you, but they have no idea how to get there. And then you paint a roadmap. I did that with a client once. We started moving along the journey, micromanaging their work to achieve a certain result to the day that they said, Deb, can we show you something? We want to show you what we did. Are we on the right track? And when you see that maturity of the organization go from deer in the headlight, to one of confidence to say, okay, they got this. They'll now be able to know and lead and grow because of that relationship that they knew they needed in order to get beyond. So fantastic. But I want to make this relatable because I want to just get a little taste of the work that you've done. And I know you've been doing this for many years, but when did you upon a leader that was at that precipice and needed help either in themselves or with the team what was that challenge and how did you bring them to the other side for which you've, your impact was felt? One of the things that, that first comes to mind for me, and this, this is work that I love, love, love to do, is executive transition coaching. So essentially, in this particular situation, I had an individual that had been a director of business development, an amazing individual contributor. Their numbers were were through the roof every single month. And as oftentimes happens, you know what, let's take our great individual contributor and move them up into a people leader so that they now have responsibility. We take them out of what they're great at to give them responsibility over a team of people and the results. Fortunately, the company I was working with had the foresight to say, they are amazing. This is the perfect next right step. But There's some people skills that need to get tweaked. There's some aspects of really understanding the overall business implications and and how it all fits into strategy that's not quite there yet. So they brought me in. And in that work, I walked alongside this person for six months during their transition. We focused on building great 
cross-functional relationships. So whereas before they had great relationships with their team, now they have to work across their teams with operations and with finance and, and with all of these other areas. We focused on how to have great conversations with their team, how to create accountability, how to provide feedback, how to navigate those conflict conversations, all of the things that kind of come in with leadership that oftentimes individual contributors aren't prepared for. We talked about strategy. We talked about finance. We talked about metrics. We talked about all of those pieces together. But here was the real powerful piece, Deb. I was a safe place where I cannot tell you how many conversations I had with this person. It's like, you know what? I'm thrilled to be here. But honestly, there are days I wake up, I feel like I'm an imposter. I feel like I don't deserve to be here. I shouldn't be here. Maybe they're, you know, maybe at some point they're going to find out that I'm not as good as they think I am. And I was able to walk with this person through that to help them to build their confidence, to, to beat down the voice of the imposter and really help them to shine. And I tell you, the impact that they were able to make in a very short period of time, they, they actually increased the productivity of the overall sales team by over 30% on a budget of a target of 22%. So it was a brilliant experience. It made a difference for this individual executive. It made a difference for their team. It made a difference for the organization. Everyone won. And that's one of the things I love about the executive transition coaching that I'm able to do. And and now I get to do that with a variety of organizations. An amazing story. And one of the words that just really resonated with me was the walk with. And that's a key element. You know, you can put people through training. You can coach them. You can go through the motions and some leaders aren't ready to receive the change, but when they truly walk with you, take the risk, show the vulnerability, have the courage, all of that. And then they come out on the other side and they're the ones walking with their team, leading them forward. So again, that's beautiful work that you do. It's so aligned with what I'm doing. And just, I'm going to take a pause here and talk to my listeners a little bit before Jason and I got onto this interview we shared our journeys. We shared where we were at in how we can best serve the people in our community. And there is the work that we've done, you've done in the healthcare system under the HR guys elements. I work within operations, manufacturing issues, quality, safety, et cetera. But the work we so love to do is then elevating the people because that's the stuff that we leave our legacy in people. We can fix a process, fix a procedure, and those things change and fade into the past. But the mark that we leave on people who then leave those marks on their organization, who then come home as more fulfilled and can be more for their families or community, the work we do is exponential. Hence why I love when I get an opportunity to work with a client one-on-one or in a business. And I love the work and wish you continued success in the work that you're doing as well, Jason. So beautifully said. And again, legacy is built one day at a time, one step at a time, one relationship at a time. And I love the way that you said that, Dad. That's awesome. So I want to start bringing this to a close. I know you have so much to offer, but I know that you want to share your community, share some of your work with the listeners, as well as any last thoughts that you may want to share with them, because I want them to come away from this conversation fulfilled and action that they can take potentially. So please, anything else that you'd like to share? 
Oh, that's great. Well, thank you. First, it's an honor to be here with you today. It's great to be able to uh, speak and, and to share my heart on something that I'm incredibly passionate about. You know, like I like I said, this is this is the start of something just amazing, which is the culmination of of all of these years. And uh, I would love your listeners, if, if you're interested in growing as a leader, in, of investing in your team to grow as a leader, just to connect with us over at leaderthrive.us. That's kind of a, a destination you could go to to see all of the things that we're doing. Starting in January, we've got some amazing leader development solutions through Thrive University. So this is an entire infrastructure that I'm building with the Center for Creative Leadership, with uh, with Leader Thrive for leaders to come and thrive. So leader certification programs that we're putting in place, individual development programs on a wide variety of topics that are so relevant for leaders today. So we'd love for folks to visit and and just to start to build the relationship. That's what it's all about. Thank you so much. And, you know, you and I are doing similar work, but, you know, there are 8 billion people on this wonderful planet that we live on. There are so many people out there that if they come to a place in their life where they've been successful, but then get stuck, you offer the Thrive, the Leader Thrive University. I have my offers coming, the CEO's Compass, your guide to get back on track, and my one-on-one consulting and coaching services. We are both here to serve and help elevate you to leave a lasting impact. So Jason, Dr. Jason Brooks, it's been an amazing pleasure to have the opportunity to have a conversation and bring your insights to our communities. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much, Deb, and all my best. Thank you for listening to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. My new book, CEO's Compass will change the way you think about leadership, navigate rapid transformation, and elevate the leaders of tomorrow. If you're feeling off track, the CEO's Compass assessment will guide you to peace of mind in days, not months. You can learn more about the CEO's Compass by visiting my website at dropinceo.com. Now go out and lead, inspire, and achieve your goals.